Welcome to Uncaged, official podcast of BA Tiger Sports. I'm your host, Greg Spencer, and we are here to talk all things Broken Arrow basketball today. It's our season wrap-up show, and we're kicking things off with Coach Wallace and a couple of the boys basketball players here today. We got Connor Dow and Justice Sutton. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing pretty good. All right, so a magical season was wrapped up here recently a couple weeks ago. I know you guys didn't have the the ending that you wanted, but but... Have you had some time? We'll start out with you, Coach Wallace. Have you had a little bit of time to kind of reflect? You know, I, I know anytime you have a season, you always have that reflection. But with, especially with a season like this, even though you fell a little bit short of your goal, you know, what have, what have your thoughts been these last couple of weeks? Um, still can't watch the game. <laughs> uh, I know the the first two days after the season, I think I stayed in bed until about 6 o'clock <laughs> days. Uh, so, but, you know, the reflection you go back and you look at, um, all the things you accomplish, and you can't ever look at just one game, um, whether it's positive or negative. And, and so just to kind of take that away and say, you know, there's a lot of things that we did well, and that one game isn't going to define us. So that's kind of the reflection right now. Um, a lot of things that these, these kids accomplished that they have no clue that they even did yet. Uh, so it'll hit at some point. So tr- final final record was 27-2, right? Yes, or tw- yeah, 27-2. Um, what does that mean to you guys? You know, when, you know, you didn't get the gold ball. I know that's going to be a disappointment for you more than anybody. But you know, when you look back on this season, maybe in five, ten years from now, what is it going to mean to know that you were one of the really two or three best teams in the history of Broken Arrow, Connor? Yeah, I mean, it means a lot. Uh, Twenty-seven wins is the most in BA history. So obviously, our squad having that means a lot to us. And then I'm with Coach Wallace. I haven't watched the game yet. I'm probably never going to watch it, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great season. Uh, all of the relationships that we built was one of the biggest things that is really hit for me right now is just the connections beyond basketball. Yeah. Yeah, Justice, kind of touch on that as well, what he said. I mean, you guys have, you know, that, that core group of that starting lineup, the seniors especially, you guys have been together a long time, playing together as young kids. What did it kind of mean for you guys to grow up together and be able to finish this season on on such a you know magical note? It was pretty awesome. Uh, definitely thankful for the experience and just like it. That's something I have thought about with the season. Just like this group of guys, like I feel like we're gonna be close, even you know five, ten years down the line. So just very thankful for you know all the experience we had this year, um, on and off the court for sure. All right, now I know you said you hadn't watched the game, but let, let's let's go back to it a little bit. I want want you to want to kind of. What what would you say, Coach? Like, if you know, if you if you were go to, to to look back on it, you know, what those final four minutes, especially, you know, you guys had the lead most of the first half, most of the third quarter. In fact, I don't think they had a lead until really maybe the last possession or two of the third quarter, right? Uh, what are some things that kind of went wrong in the fourth quarter? I think we just didn't make shots. Yeah, you know, I mean, when I remember and I go back to that is is we got good looks, we got the looks that we wanted. Uh, with the guys that we wanted shooting in the positions that that they're comfortable in, and the ball didn't fall in the hole. Yeah. And I thought you saw a little bit of Edmund North's experience kind of kind of show um, late in the game where um, you know I thought early they were kind of lethargic and um, maybe a little bit tired. I mean they finished that game at eleven thirty five or something like that the night before, um, and then you just saw I mean To hit some big shots and Warlick hit some shots and. They got to the free throw line a lot more than we did, and I think that was probably the difference in the game. Yeah, it just it just really felt like you guys had had all the energy coming into the game, but they somehow were kind of able to must you know dig down deep and 
and have that energy to finish. Connor, I know you hit a three with about four minutes or, you know, a little under four minutes maybe that cut it back to one. And then I don't think we scored again until you hit another three with, with about a little bit under a minute. Talk a little bit about that fourth quarter and, and, and how it went for you guys. Yeah, that fourth quarter was pretty rough for us. Like Coach Hall said, we had a lot of open shots around the bucket from three that just didn't fall that we would normally hit. Uh, and then, obviously, Dylan is a force in the paint. And then T.O.'s great getting him the ball. And T.O. hit a couple of threes. So that was pretty big time for them. Yeah, I'll admit, I, I had heard of T.O. Barrett before. But, I mean, I, like, I was more impressed with him than probably anybody else we went against all year, including Castillo and some of those other guys. You know, maybe outside of kind of Montanati turning into Kevin Durant in the fourth quarter of, that, <laughs> of the Owasso area game. But, I mean, I thought he had a heck of a performance on, on his end. He's a really impressive young player. Yeah. Uh, Justice, talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, you were a guy that last year was a big contributor, but, you know, came off the bench. Talk a little bit about how this year was different for you. I know Coach Wallace was always pushing you to, to be more aggressive and, and understand, you know, kind of how – you could elevate your game. And then now you're starting to see the results is a lot of, like we talked about off air before we started, you know, there's a lot of people coming in on you late that I think are going to, there's going to be some schools out there in a couple of years are going to regret it. Talk, talk a little bit about how you your game was able to mature this year. Um, I think one thing was experience. And then another thing that helped was confidence. Um, just having the experience last year of going through with older guys like Aaron and Anthony to kind of guide me on, you know, how hard I need to work and what type of steps I need to take. Um, to prepare myself for a starting role this year. And then, you know, being a starter kind of just gave me more confidence in myself. And then once I started being more aggressive, especially towards the end of the year, I saw the results I wanted. Like, then it just it felt good to, you know, see the results. And then I just kept wanting that. So I think definitely confidence and experience were two things that contributed to this year. Coach, talk a little bit about both these guys for me and just kind of their leadership, their maturity. You know, this was a, a group that I know, you know, myself and, you know, the AirVision crew and a lot of fans really enjoyed watching and growing together. Talk a little bit about what you're going to miss most about them. Everything. Um, I mean, I can talk about these guys all day long. Um, you know, it's one of those things is is I'll, I'll start with, with Connor. Um, you know, I know how much he stays in the gym on his own, you know, he's, he's kind of got his own private gym with his dad's church that he can go over there, shoot and get shots up all the time. Um, and then with justice, you know, I just watched him kind of put his headphones in after the, after practice almost daily or in the morning and just get shots up. So it's just one of those things that, that a lot of people don't understand how much time goes into it on their own. And both of these guys have done a great job of just, um, perfecting their craft and getting better at little aspects of the game. And, um, and then just being leaders for our team uh, on and off the court. Um, I, I mean, I can't say I can't say enough about both of them. I mean, they're just great people first, and then just great teammates and great leaders for our younger kids to look up to. And we're going to miss them dearly. Talk. Uh, I, I'm going to have Connor do this. T talk to me a little bit about some of your senior teammates as well. You know. Ethan Ellison and Dason, some of these guys that, that you guys are so close with. Yeah, I mean, we've all known each other forever. I mean, Ethan, Dason, Lincoln, Sam, all of us are just super close. Uh, Ethan, Ethan's kind of just the one that lightens up the mood, walks in, I'll say something stupid, or just like, <laughs> shut up. Like, you don't need to say that. And then Dason's just really funny. And Sam, Sam kind of keeps to himself, but he'll say something funny every once in a while. What, what, 
What do you know, either one of you can answer this question, but you know, you guys have set such a tone and every year you look for those seniors that are graduating to, to kind of leave their imprint. No, no doubt you guys did that, but what are some things that you think, uh, the guys coming up next year that are going to have to kind of step into new roles that you guys, you know, show to them the most. Can I say, can I take that one justice? <laughs> I mean, he's like, feel free for, for me. It's just, just how to play the game the right way, you know, and we've talked about the, with the JV and the sophomore team is like, Hey, the varsity guys have set the blueprint for you guys to, to see how it, how the game should be played and to move the ball and to play together and play unselfish and have fun doing it and just compete in every possession. So for me, I mean, that's what I, I think they're going to leave with the other guys. And, and we've already kind of seen it a little bit. Some guys that normally are hungry to get their shot. It, it, they're doing a little bit of better job of going, Hey, I can distribute the ball and, there's plenty of time in a game that I can get the ball back and do that. So, uh, for me, that's that's probably the, one of the biggest things that I look at with this group. That just super unselfish about everything they did. Who we'll have this question for Justice? Who are some guys that you think you know? Not necessarily the obvious ones like DJ, you know, Devon, who, who got quite a bit of playing time this year. But who are some guys that you're expecting to kind of take that next leap next year? Um, I think one person that comes to mind is definitely uh, JD Tally. He's he's really raw and has a lot of athleticism. But I think next year, um, you know, having a year or having an offseason, being in the gym, getting the weight room, he should make some impact next year. Um, I'd say another player could be. I mean, Diego. I think Diego's kind yeah. of obvious. Like he's going to yeah. to a role where he can score the ball, distribute. Uh, he just has to defend. <laughs> what about you, Connor? You got a pick next year of a of a dark horse guy that you think is going to make that leap. Um, I think Logan Shockley could. I think he has some great moves in the post. He showed it in practice quite a bit. Um, it just depends what his motor is like and how he defends. I think if he plays really hard and he continues to work on his game, he could be really good. Now, you have a brother that was a freshman this year, right? That yeah. Was, that got to be a part of the varsity team. Talk a little bit about him. What's his future look like? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty tall for a freshman. He's like 6'2", almost 6'3", maybe. But if he wants to play, he needs to get in the weight room big time and then yeah. He just needs to keep keep shooting the ball, and he has to have more confidence. Brotherly love, right there. Yeah, you got you got to be hard on him, Ryan. He's got 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 a lot to live up to. Um, let, let's get to know you guys a little bit more 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 personally. Obviously, you know a lot of people know Connor what your future plans are. We you know uh, signing with OSU earlier in the year. Uh, Justice, tell us a little bit about kind of what what your recruiting looks like right now, and kind of what are your some of your options uh, going here in the spring and the summer. Um, right now I, I have a few offers, um, from division two and JUCO mainly. Um, and I've been visiting, I visited a couple schools, uh, these past two weekends. I'm going on another visit tomorrow, um, just to kind of, you know, see what it's like and decide and then hopefully make a decision, um, post the graduation or where I would like to go. But that's kind of what it's looking like right now. So, Coach, how how do you, as, as somebody that was kind of in a similar position to him as him when you were his age that that probably didn't get as recruited as much as you should have, uh, what kind of advice do you give him from a personal standpoint? And, you know, and he's a kid that's a, a smart kid, you know, great grades and ACT and all that. Uh, how, how do you, you know, work with him to try to make that right choice? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is the the recruiting has changed since – since I, I mean, you got the transfer portal and all that. Yeah. I mean, coaches now are waiting to see who hits that when mm-hmm. that closes, and then deciding to go after high school kids or not. So, you know, the biggest thing with with Justice is just just to stay patient and don't make a rash decision. 
you know, make a decision that's best for him, that he's got an opportunity to get on the floor and play right away and also a place for him as far as education-wise. And I know that's a that's a big deal to a lot of our kids, and that's a big deal to Justice is just making the right choice um, and, and letting it be his choice. You know, sometimes I think um, the longer that I do this, sometimes it's it's an AAU coach's choice or a parent's choice or it's got to be Justice's choice, and he's got to like the place that he's going. It can't be Coach Wallace's. So my job is just to kind of give him the advice. I, I talk to a lot of those coaches and say, you know, where do you see him at? And I, I can come back and give him some feedback without telling them everything a coach says, but just uh, just giving him some some guide some guidance to where he needs to go and some questions he might need to ask as well. Yeah, you mentioned the JUCO route, and obviously, I think you're a kid that that could that could go to some of those D two, you know, especially good academic institutions and be a, a heck of a four year player. But I, I think you're, you know, Justice is also a kid that if he goes JUCO, that could turn some heads even in a year. You know, so maybe we need to make a call up to to NEO and <laughs> go NEO. Yeah, uh, Connor, talk to talk to us a little bit about you know you don't have to go too deep into it, but what are you most excited about uh, moving to Stillwater here in a couple months? Yeah, uh, probably the thing I'm most excited about is we have four other freshmen alongside me, and we're all becoming pretty good friends right now. We have a group chat, it's probably texting in daily, so. I'm really excited to get up there and work with them, and then I'm just excited to embrace my new role on the team and just have a new spark and get a new chapter in life. Yeah, and, you know, and OSU, you know, they just were really most people said they were the first team outside the tournament this year. You know, I think with that freshman class that they come in, have coming in with you and Brandon Garrison and the others, I mean, I think you guys are probably looking at, you know, as long as there's not any big transfer portal losses yeah. or things like that, you know, taking a pretty big leap next year. I think so, too. I think we might get one from the portal, but I'm not really sure yet. So we'll see. Uh, before we get it, kind of wrap this up here in a second. Uh, what are some what are some of your thoughts on what the spring and summer looks like for you guys and going into next year? Inexperience, you know, and it's, it's one of those things like uh, we're over there with the freshmen right now and we've got to get stronger uh we don't have all the height that we've had this year so we're gonna have to play differently and uh, guys are gonna have to figure out new roles one of the things that you know I, I got on the guys about yesterday is you know without connor and, and ethan and lincoln and those seniors uh no one's really talking and yeah. so just just understanding kind of the pecking order and obviously dj's not there right now um you know he had surgery so he's kind of been out but uh you know we've got to get some new leaders and some guys that that are going to show these other guys how to do that. So we got a long ways to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, one thing that I think you've always done well is, you know, you're always going to have, you know, guys are going to graduate and you move on, but you've always found a way to, to adjust to kind of what your team, is. you know, your team looks like this one year looks like the, you know, you guys have always been competitive. So I think, you know, fans out there watching or looking forward to next year. I mean, Broken Arrows is still going to have a really competitive team. I think, you know, if you're looking at the future, I think you probably think two years down the road, you got another state tournament type team, right. but uh, still pl- plenty, plenty of reasons to be excited about the future. All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up and do a few get to know you questions uh, for you guys. Let's start off. What what is your number one memory from this year? We'll go with Connor first. Number one memory. If you, if you can just pick one oh. one thing that you know, it could be something in the locker room. Could 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 have been a game. Uh, what's going to be your your top takeaway? Um, I mean, the whole Orlando trip was super fun. Uh, obviously, super be, fun and definitely. Of, memorable. It was a mess. It was a mess at the beginning, yeah. 
And then Coach Hump says a lot of stuff that's super funny. So probably <laughs> anything that comes out of Coach Hump's mouth. Super funny. Justice. For me, I definitely first thing that comes to mind is the Orlando trip. Just the whole experience was pretty wild. And I enjoyed it a lot. It's interesting how something like that can, can in a lot of ways, you know, you could have looked at it like a disaster of a trip with all the trouble you guys had to go through. But you, you had a, took, took a lot out of it and probably, you know, some lessons to be learned. And, you know, you only got to play a couple games. But, you know, you, you got some memories for sure. Anytime you stick in a, an airport for that long and have to do all that. so 20-hour bus ride. Yeah. You're probably thinking, why don't we just take a bus in the first place at, that, <laughs> at some point, right? Uh, tell me a little bit about what is what is something that some, – we'll, we'll go back to Connor here on this one. What is one thing, maybe an interest or hobby, that most people would not know about you? Um, I really like to go skiing. Uh, went over spring water break. or snow? Uh, both, both, but main, mainly snow. Uh, I went over spring break, so it was super fun. Nice, Justice. Uh, I love Bass Pro. <laughs> Bass Pro, nice. <laughs> you, you just like like wearing the hats and stuff, or you actually like to go and buy things and then actually do outdoor stuff. <laughs> Don't ask him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an inside it's, joke? It's an inside, inside joke. joke. Matter uh, of fact, I was gonna say Bass Pro. <laughs> What, what, uh, tell me a little bit, what, what's your pregame playlist or who's your, your go-to pregame artist? Uh, I listen to country before, uh, games. It's not really like anything hype, but it's just like, gets you in the right, gets me, yeah, it gets me in the right mindset. So, uh, I definitely listen to Frank Ocean, the same, same blonde album for every game. Just over and over again. <laughs> Is he ever going to come out with anything new again? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he retired. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get him back. All right. Uh, what is, what is your number one? binge-worthy TV show? You got a show that you that your go-to that you've been watching here lately? Mm. Binge-worthy. I got my mine is The Office. I watch it over. Yeah, I think I've, I've seen The Office yeah. front to back about six times in my life. Yeah, ever <laughs> since they took that off Netflix, though. It's on, what's yeah. on Peacock now? Yeah. Or you, I mean, they have it on what, Comedy Central or something like all the time. I, right? I was watching Outer Banks, but this last season they just came out with was trash. So... <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's uh, what's something else, Coach. You get what? What's a question that you? What, what's something that that you don't know about either one of those these guys? That <laughs> what's one question that you have not asked them in the four years of knowing them? Oh, man. Not to put you on the spot here. I, I don't. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if I don't know it, one of the assistant coaches knows it, so I probably know. What? Well, <laughs> uh, answer me this. What is what is one of your uh, talk talk about a memory? Uh, for each of them, that, that kind of always sticks out for you. Uh, probably the Owasso game. Uh, yeah, at Owasso with with Connor, um, and then the state tournament for Justice. I mean, just I mean, it was a different. If it was a different guy, um, I tell him he's got an alter ego called Justine, um, <laughs> and Justine didn't show up to the state tournament. It nah, was Justice yeah, the for whole, sure the whole Definitely. time. So, but but I saw you know I saw Justice do that, and then Connor just goes, I don't I don't know, uh, Kobe. Kobe mode in the third quarter. Well, I think yeah, between uh what was it uh in that in that Owasso game between you and uh remind me the guy's name on Owasso again. Montanati. No, the one that killed us in that second uh, man. game. Brandon. Man, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. I think you guys only missed one shot. Yeah. Total. Like between the two of you. I mean, that was like the most efficient battle between luckily he got in foul trouble yeah, there definitely, and we definitely. we lost him for a while. But yeah, that was that was definitely a heck of a game. All right, guys, I really appreciate you joining us here on Uncaged. 
best of luck to you in the future. Really enjoyed watching the both of you play. We're going to miss you a lot. We'll be keeping close tabs on you. Uh, Coach Wallace, great season again, 27-2. Uh, and two. Uh, Silver ball, nothing nothing to be too sad about there. But, you know, you guys got a lot to be proud of. So I really appreciate uh, watching you this year. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate All right. We'll be right back with Coach Coffee and a couple of the BA girls basketball players right after this on Uncaged. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. What would you buy with $200? Cars, race cars, my own apartment, 100 coloring books, and a puppy. Or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU. Because life is better in balance. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments and we are fully prepared for your safety and our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors and we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24 seven. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries and we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Welcome back to Uncaged, and we are now here with Coach Shane Coffey and a couple of the girls' basketball players. we got Mackenzie Mathurin and Grace Pippett. How are you guys doing today? Good. All right, so you guys just you know wrapped up a couple weeks ago uh, an 18-9 season. You finished as area champs, made it to the state tournament for the first time in six, seven, seven, years, seven years. years. Uh, Grace, you being a senior, we'll start off to you. What did it mean for you to be able to kind of go out on such a high note on your senior season? Um, I think it was really great just like being thankful for um, the team and the coaches that I've been given and being able to just finish strong. And I know we didn't get where we wanted to, but I think we did really well. Talk a little bit about the coach, go back to you here for a second, but talk a little bit about the growth of this team from, from day one last summer. You know, you, you guys were real young last year, but you know, you came in with some, some expectations, but anytime you have as many you know contributors that are sophomore and freshmen, you, you probably got, you know, not entirely sure how, how things are going to go. Talk a little bit about the growth of this team. You know, I, I remember sitting in this chair back in the 1st of December, yeah. and we were talking about how young this team was in some key areas, and, and primarily that point guard position and, and that power forward position. We knew that we were going to, you know, take some lumps early, you know, but we were going to learn from it and build on it. And I really feel like our sophomore group uh, in that particular position were able to really kind of 
learn from a hard schedule early in the season, and they were able to kind of build on. But it was something that I really credit our, our senior class to, you know, for their leadership skills that they were able to bring that helped us begin that process of growing and gelling. Um, it was it was kind of probably the third or third week of January where I felt like our team was beginning to make that move. Um, I think it was a Sand Springs game, tough, tough environment to play in. And these kids were uh, in a position where they were having to kind of go up against a lot of different odds. Uh, I wasn't there at that particular game, um, but they found a way as a team to, to win that game. And then from there, we went in and played Sepulpa and um, only lost that game by two, had chances to be able to win that game. And Which Sepulpa was the 5A champion. 5A champ, yeah. exactly. And I feel like we really were able to kind of learn from that episode right there in that game because we lost by two early in the season. We lost by 29 to them. So I felt like it was at that point that the kids actually saw the growth that was there and they wanted to take it to another level. And you know, I credit each and every single one of our players, you know, and the things that they were able to do for our program. They were doing the things outside, you know, they were getting in the gym Monday mornings, Wednesday mornings, they were lifting, they were doing all the things that were extra. And that's one of the things that I feel like for our program to continue to grow, we've got to continue to do that. You know, kind of talking about what he said there, Mackenzie, one of the things I always notice about you is you're always one of the first ones out on the court, you know, prior to a game. And not only are you just kind of out there, you know, getting up shots, but I mean, you're usually going through some drills and usually like you look like you have kind of a purpose to your pregame plan. Talk about where that work ethic comes from. I know your mom's been your coach growing up in a little bit. Talk, tell me a little bit about where your work ethic comes from. Um, it really um, comes from my mom and my trainer. We've been working on like my mental part of the game, just getting ready before the game. Not only my body, but my head too, just being locked in in the game. And then, yeah, getting my body ready, stretching, making sure I'm fully loose for the game so there's not any injury or anything like that. So, yeah. When was when was that something that you felt like became a priority to you? When it, you know, Definitely over Christmas break. I wanted to um, come back really just a different person with a different mentality after um, Christmas break. So it's really just two different people before the break and then after the break. And I feel like I did that, did that and accomplished that. Yeah, Coach, touch on that for me because I think, you know, you, you talk about the turning point as a team, but I think anytime that your leading scorer, one of your best players is, is a sophomore in a, in a group with, where you have some upper, upperclassmen, stuff like that, it, it's tough to learn how to be a leader when you are an underclassman. I mean, I can go back. I'm sure you were in the same position. Like, that's not an easy thing to do. Was there ever a moment or a game where you felt like kind of the light bulb went off for both her, but maybe, you know, her teammates recognizing that as well? You know, I know early in the year, <clears throat> I felt like Kinsey felt like sometimes she had to kind of have the team on her back. You know, I mean, we had kids that can make shots and do things, but we weren't being very consistent at that particular point. But I do believe that, you know, the mindset that she had going into Christmas break was really, really good uh, for her and ultimately for our team. Um, watching her over the course of the year be able to trust her teammates, put herself in positions where she could help our team and then also help uh, our teammates be successful. I think it really kind of opened up the success that we had for our team overall. Grace, talk to me a little bit about what's it like being a, a senior in a, you know, one of two seniors in the starting lineup that's when, when most of your top seven are sophomores and freshmen. How do you both kind of, you know, be a leader in your own right, but understand that you've got to help install some leadership in them? Um, I definitely feel like being a senior, you have to like kind of absorb the role of like, being able to lead your team. And I think that I'm definitely like a silent leader, lead by example. Sample, yeah. 
communicating. And I think that over the course of the season, I kind of realized like I have to speak up more and like talk to my teammates. And like, if I don't, then they don't always know what like needs to be done. And I think that um, a lot of the sophomores and um, even some of our juniors kind of stepped up and like accepted like they're going to have to step up next year and be leaders. So I think that they've all grown as leaders and like been able to take charge of what needs to be taken charge of. So Mackenzie, talk to me about what, you know, you got to taste the state tournament this year. You guys finished the year on such a high note, making that run, winning what, seven games in a row or so leading into that final game in the state tournament. Uh, what do you take away from that leading into the the off season? I know you, you guys you are going to play a lot of games this summer, both with the school and AAU. So what are you excited about this summer heading into next year? Um, definitely, I've been working on my defense a lot, so I've already gotten better at that. So I'm looking forward to um, translate that into next season. And also, yeah, so last year, just not being able to make it to the state tournament, and this year we did, that feeling was just I don't want to not make it ever again. So definitely want to keep working hard, um, building my team on to making the state tournament every year. So, Coach, talk to me a little bit about, you know, you're, you got a couple, you know, three seniors, right, that you guys graduated and two two starters. What are you going to miss most about uh, those two girls and kind of who and then who do you look forward to next year kind of stepping into those roles? You know, uh, this senior class, I'm, I'm going to be forever indebted, you know, to them because, you know, I, I came in here two years ago and knew that we had a lot to do to kind of change culture and, and kind of get this program going in the right direction. And they very easily, as players, could have just let everything that, you know, we tried to address as a coaching staff to go in one ear and out the other, but they embraced it, you know. And, and I think that was something that I thought that I kind of took and just will always remember for sure. But I'm going to miss, you know, their 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 laughter, their 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 excitement for the, the new things that they got to experience over the course of this last year. I'm also going to miss the fact that they really, you know, had sacrificed so much, you know, to help us get to this next level, you know, getting to the state tournament. You know, like Grace said earlier today, um, you know, we didn't quite finish where we wanted to. But I love that mentality. I promise you Grace is going to be one of our best fans going into next year. And, and you know, Tania and Janisha will as well, you know. So I'm excited about their futures and where they're headed. Um, but for our program moving forward, I mean, we were young in some key spots. And, and that's exciting, you know, as a coaching staff to know that you have that. You know, Kenzie's going to be coming back as our leading scorer. Um, tremendous kid, you know, one of the top players in the state of Oklahoma in her class. And, and we expect great things from her, um, obviously. Uh, I, I really expect, you know, to um, Taryn Jacobs to yeah. really step yeah, she up finished, this year. finished really she finished strong this year. Really, really strong. And, and I think she's going to have a breakout summer and yeah. also is going to have a breakout year next year. And then you leave, you know, Macy Maracini. And we yeah, I mean, Macy probably from beginning of the season then probably improved as, as much as anybody. I and totally agree. And and I think, you know, she got initiated by fire. Yeah. You know, having to go up against a pulpit right out of the box and never playing in a varsity game and then playing Edmund North two games later. I mean, that's a lot, you know, for somebody to have to experience. But that's a nice nucleus to begin with moving forward. Um, and then that sophomore class in general, you know, we've got talent. You mm -hmm. know, uh, Peyton Dolan is a shooter. Addison Price is a shooter. You know, 
we've been really working hard so far in the offseason trying to work on skill development uh, and putting ourselves in a position where we're getting in the weight room and getting stronger. Um, our freshman class has already moved up here with us and practicing. I mean, Brooklyn was with us yeah. this year, yeah. and she's got a bright future. Yeah, she's know? got a high ceiling for sure. She definitely yeah. does. And then our young kids, uh, eighth graders that are going to be freshmen, are very, very talented. And, you know, it just all kind of depends on over the course of this summer, we're going to kind of see where they are, you know, but there may be some kids that might have some opportunities to continue to, to move up with the program a little earlier than expected. Grace, talk to me about so you you to go from where you know, were you on varsity as a freshman or as a sophomore you were right uh, so talk to me a little about what it meant for you we we touched on this a little but to be able to to finish as a state tournament you know team as a senior but then kind of go through some of those harder years as a freshman sophomore what did what did Coach Coffee do he talked about changing the culture from your perspective how did that help and and to get you guys where you ended up. So as a sophomore, I struggled a lot with like my confidence and like how I saw the team and like we weren't very close. It was yeah. really hard to like play with a team that you didn't get along with as well as we do now. And I think with Coach Coffee just coming in and really working on the culture and like getting everyone to buy in and just like having a really close knit team has like done so much for like how we play because if you are close off the floor, it works a lot better on the floor. Yeah, for sure. So I think um like personally, he built my confidence up so much. Like I feel like I've grown. That's like where I've grown the most at is my confidence level because before it was really low. And now I feel like I'm pretty confident in like my shot and my defense and what I'm doing on the floor. And so I think just like having coaches and teammates that I can rely on to be there for me off the court really like the, builds the trust on the court. What did it, Mackenzie, what did it mean for, for you guys as, as a group of sophomores and underclassmen to have good senior leadership? Um, really meant a lot. Just being able to, like, if we just didn't know what to do because we just didn't have, like, the experience, we could just lean on them, ask them because they've been here, they've done that. So, yeah, it really just helped us. All right, so let, let's get to let's get to kind of talk a little bit about Grace. Tell me, uh, what what's the future look like for you? Have you decided what you're doing next year? You got graduation here in less than two months, or right around two months. What what's what's next year look like for you? Uh, so I'm undecided on a college yet. I'm still looking and feeling my options out. But I'm. Are you still hoping to play at the next? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still talking to a few coaches as of right now, um, but I'm gonna major in pre med and be a PA. Very cool. That'll be a little stressful, you know. Med program isn't always easy, but yeah. um, it's all gone by really fast. Like everyone tells you, it flies by, but like you don't expect it to go as fast as it does. Yeah. So, Mackenzie, what's the summer going to look like for you? And then, what are you, what are you excited about for next year? Um, definitely, I'm just playing a lot of AU ball. Um, we have a tournament coming up right now in um, San Antonio, so we're leaving for that tomorrow. But, yeah, just staying busy, not really taking any breaks, just go, 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 which is how I like it. So, um, yeah. And you, you're already getting recruited by quite a few D1s and stuff. Talk, you know, is there a couple schools that are sticking out for you early on? Yeah, there's – I'm going to come out with my probably, like, top five, top eight by the end of the summer for sure. And then um, looking to commit, like, next time, sometime next year. But – not really sure on like my top schools yet, but still just talking to everyone, like Grace said, filling everyone out. Do you want to stay close to home and play, or is, is that important to you, or are you uh, open to wherever? I'm not really sure. I'm kind of open to wherever, just yeah. wherever I can build the best relationship with the coaches. 
Coach, talk to me a little bit about both of these girls and kind of, you know, what they've meant to the program and kind of their futures. You know, Grace, she's sitting here talking about being a PA, you know, and, and she has, she was almost like the mother hen, you know, to our program, always was looking out for the betterment of all of our kids. And, and I think that's the perfect profession for her. I think she could really strive and, and be very, very successful. You know, she's somebody that at the confidence level, I've seen it. It's grown tremendously, you know, over the course of this last year. And, and uh, it's been fun to be able to watch her just grow as an individual. Um, she's somebody that I know is going to have a very bright future and whatever she chooses to do. And, you know, Greg, just as well as I do, that majors can change, you know, yeah. over the course of time. I, I shifted careers at 33 <laughs> years old or something. So it's... But she's going to be she's very driven. She's very committed, you know, and those are our strong suits that yeah. are going to carry her wherever she wants to do in life. You know, I joke around with her a lot that I've got a son that's a year older and she's like the perfect person that I could see getting together. <laughs> we laugh about it, but anyway, it, it's just, it's a joke, but that's some, she is just a tremendous young woman. That's got a very bright future. And then Kinsey right here, you know, she basketball player wise, she is the, one of the top four kids I've ever coached um, from a skill set level, you know, her commitment level, her drive, you know, um, the things that she does that people don't see, you know, I mean, she spends a lot of extra time in the gym and, yeah. and that's why she has that green light, you know, to be able to do things. But, you know, her tenaciousness, I, I just think is incredible, you know, about her. And that's something that's going to, you know, elevate her game to that next level and be able to play at the highest level she possibly can. You know, I know after her freshman year, we talked in our exit interviews, we talked about three things that she needed to work on. And, and she took all three of those and literally made it happen. And you saw it this year on the court where one in particular was becoming a three level kid, you know, as a freshman, she could just get to the rim and was so good at that using her body. But this year she had the mid range game. She had the three, I mean, that's still got to get better, right? Kids, mm -hmm. but it's those things that, you know, are, are there that she's very coachable. You know, you can teach her things, tell her things, and she's going to go make it happen. And, and she's another one that's just very confident and, and very driven. And that's the thing I love about our program right now. I feel like we have a lot of kids that have had a taste of some success, you know, from the basketball court and are able to take it to other levels in their lives. And, and I think both these kids are going to have very bright futures. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Before we let you go, we're going to do a few fun get to know you type questions. We're not going to make you play name that tune again. I think then you have to do that last yeah. time on, on TSR. We won't do that. Uh, but let's start out. Tell me what, what is something we'll start with, with you, Grace. What is something about you, maybe a hobby or something like that, that, that most people would not know about you. Um, Give us a surprise about Grace. <laughs> Better be thinking. I am. <laughs> I can play a little bit of the piano. I took piano lessons when I was little, and it stuck with me. It's kind of just engraved in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Can can you play by ear at all? Can you kind of hear things, or do you have to have the sheet and stuff? I haven't really played in a while. Yeah. So Let me get you back on that. Then there you go. Anybody got a piano? Put on. <laughs> what about you? Um. Well, I play golf. I guess I haven't really oh, played nice. like recently because i've just been like doing basketball stuff but definitely like in the summer i like going out and just like just playing a couple rounds like probably mostly with my dad and sometimes with my brothers how good are you um <laughs> i'm like I'm, golf's like, a sick. tough sport to just kind of yeah. pick up and roll out there i'm not like obviously like yeah. the best because i don't really practice it yeah. but i would say i'm pretty decent all right uh what, what's your your pre-game playlist or go-to like pre-game music favorite artist what, what gets you ready to go 
I don't think I have like one specific song. I'm trying to think. You know yours? You can come um, back to her. <laughs> well, I didn't do this like over the past season, but I've been doing it like recently. I listen to Giveon, which it's not really like upbeat for a pregame playlist, but yeah, that's what I listen to. <clears throat> Interesting. So far between you guys and the and the boys, it's all been like slower stuff so it's not so much about hype as maybe getting you in like a it's really just the calm mindset or something yeah um i don't know i just like press play on all the what what if what if, <laughs> we'll ask you a, a different question what if you could see one artist in concert and if you could pick one person who would it be um, i feel like a good person to see in concert would be like the bruno mars or something yeah know, he'd be a good show dance. yeah <laughs> same same question for you. Give you on for sure. Still give you on. All right. Uh you gotta get you gotta leave you gotta get rid of or you gotta keep one. YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram. Keep one. TikTok. TikTok. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that would easily be the first one I'd get rid of. Uh let's see. Last question. Who who is your this is actually kind of going back to the team here, but who is your kind of your pick? to click for next year in terms of like somebody that maybe was not, uh, you know, that, that could be a starter, but who do you think is going to kind of take the biggest leap between this year and next year on the team next year? Um, I'd probably say uh, Macy, Maricina, I call her little Macy, but um, yeah, just being able to be in that point guard spot, just like, like how I did, I was point guard my freshman year and then I've just gotten so much better to my sophomore year. So I see her doing that same thing. What about you? Uh, I for sure say, I would say Macy too, but give me, give me somebody else. <laughs> uh, Taylor Jacobs, just like seeing how she was playing at the end of the season, it just like gives me so much confidence that over the summer she's just going to grow so much more and like be the player that they need on the floor. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, I appreciate you joining us here on Uncaged. Grace, I really look, you know, appreciate watching you and, and seeing you grow here and, and finish with such a strong season. And Mackenzie, we're really excited to see what you do in the future. Coach, really excited to follow you guys over the summer. And, and you got next year, you got to go in with, with more expectations. That's going to be kind of something different, right? You know, it's exciting. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's the whole reason I came here is to help kind of build a program and put them in a position uh, where we could be successful on the yearly. You know, our expectation is to be a state tournament team year in and year out now. And to do that, you got to put in the work, and we're gonna we're getting after it right now to do it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching Uncaged. Be sure and follow at BA Tiger Sports on all social media platforms, and we will see you next time.